0: World. This is Marie Menucheri. We're normally doing an encore presentation of the previous week's show, but today we're live. We'll be live for the today and the next two weeks um, because we are being preempted by women's Huskies basketball. So go Huskies! I have two Cougs at home, but I'm still a fan of the University of Washington, and hopefully my youngest daughter will be at the U next year. Um, so we wish the Huskies women basketball team is successful in there. Um, performances today or tonight and, of course, the following two weeks. And so, Eric, as you know, um, this is a call-in show.
1: Yes, indeed. Yeah,
0: and not normally at noon, normally at 7 o'clock at night.
1: That's right. So it's a little bit different today, but uh, we hope that folks out there listening will give us a call at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or toll-free in Western Washington at 888 298 kknw 888-298-55 888 298 Six nine. We should point out that normally you have a different 800 number, but today it is not set up. So please right. call in on either of these numbers that were given out during the show. That would be great. This afternoon. Right. That, yeah, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. And so one of the things we're going to be talking about today is about manifesting, about destiny, because we've just begun 2008, right? And That's I, right. I'm not like a fan of making New Year's resolutions. I think that they're kind of difficult. There's a lot of negative energy about it. People get depressed and disappointed. Within, yeah, there can be. Yeah, within a week. <laughs> (laughs) of, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds or I'm going to quit smoking, people are usually unhappy and and not very excited about the, the year to come. So, But I am a proponent of intention and thinking about what you, you may want to dream about. What would you like to create? And putting energy, positive energy, into creating what you want in your life mm-hmm. and really bringing your destiny closer and closer and closer to your, your life. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about, about some events that are coming up as well. Next week, on Wednesday the 16th, I will be at the Residence in Marriott Hotel on Lake Union in Seattle. And I will be teaching a class. Um, it's called Manifest your goals and desires. And in every Wednesday night class that I teach, well, actually in every class I teach, I always do readings. So I do readings for the audience members. I also teach. Um, I teach about whatever may be going on with the individual and um, use that experience that I have with them in terms of teaching for everyone else. So um, that'll be the first Wednesday um, that I'll be teaching this year. I will be teaching the third Wednesday of every month between January and November. It's $35. It's between seven and nine. There's free parking around the building and in the garage. And I look forward to seeing people. And those of you who've been listening to me on the radio and haven't met you in person, I'm looking forward to meeting you. It's always fun to make eye contact and um, talk to people that you haven't seen before. So, Eric, do you have any goals or dreams or desires for 2008?
1: Oh, do I? Ooh, you do. <laughs> of course. I mean, I... <laughs> I'm only human after all. Can you share? Uh, sure. Um, some of those goals would include uh, I I have a band uh, ah. that I play with and um, I'm hoping that we can further things along uh, with uh, you know not just musically but uh, you know maybe ratchet up the success a little bit play right. some more shows you know right. get the music out there to a few more folks and I'm really hoping that we can play some international dates this year and so I'm working hard to try oh. and make that happen so
0: and, and so what are what are the things that you do do you visualize it or meditate on it do you speak positively to yourself about having these things come true do you do anything of that nature well, when th- crea- those are
1: all things i should probably try yeah
0: <laughs> i highly recommend it so when people are thinking about what they want to manifest in, and i mm-hmm. wish you the best of luck it Thank sounds you. very exciting and fun and i know how passionate you are about music um, and and so, yes, using these intentions throughout the year can make a huge significant change at the end of the year. You'll look back and go, mm. wow, look at all the things I was able to create. What I think is also important, but I see that you're already doing that, and at least intuitively I see that, is where are you going to make your next step? You know, A lot of times people kind of go back and forth. They put a step down in terms of their mind or what they're going to do. Um, out in the physical world and then they step out of it and then they take another step in a different direction and then they step out of that. And the universe gets very confused because the universe is really here to help us at all times to create whatever we want in our lives. And and so it's important that a person really thinks thoroughly about whatever it is that they're wanting to create and then to put their weight on that foot. Because as soon as you take a step down, then the rest of the path begins to um, move forward. And I notice we have a caller on the line.
1: We do. We've got Cheryl on the line calling from Kent this afternoon.
0: Hi Cheryl. Hi there. How are you? I'm uh, doing okay. Doing okay. What can I do for you today?
2: Well I actually have two questions. The more important one though is that um, I'm meeting with my son's teachers this afternoon Mm -hmm. and uh, trying to figure out how to help him and what the next step is for him. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just not doing well especially in English class he's just not doing what he needs to do and I'm trying to figure out whether it's attitude or whether it's that he needs help with the processing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you have a very sensitive son, and he isn't a happy camper at school. He likes the people. Um, he enjoys his classmates for the most part, but he—it it is um, somewhat challenging for him, and I think the fact that he's so sensitive makes it difficult. Has he talked to you about that?
2: Uh, not really about school. Uh-huh. Um, I know that he's sensitive in general.
0: hmm yeah. And
2: that he can mask what's going on with him and act like he's happy, right. whether he is or not.
0: Right. And how old is he?
2: He's uh, almost 13.
0: Yeah. It. it th- this would be a good time if he was up to it, if you could find a different type of school for him something that was smaller, that there were more people who were as as sensitive as he is in the classroom, especially before he heads off to um, high school where it's going to be probably even bigger and more intense in terms of how many people are in the hallway in between classes because that is how sensitive he is.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And and he's a very bright kid. I, I don't see... Truly, even though he's having some academic problems at this moment, he's a really bright kid. He's imaginative. He's creative. He is actually even interested in school. But I think that he gets distracted by all the energy that's around him.
2: He does get distracted. That's mm-hmm. true.
0: So if he could have a different environment, like, um, and I don't know, well, actually, I do know you live in Kent. But I know, like, in the Lake Washington School District, we have what's called choice schools. And so there are many opportunities for us to choose public education within our um, Location within the area that we live in that are different, and they still pass all the same boards, so that your children graduate from high school and can move on to college. But they have different um, academic, academic, creative ways for people to learn. So I would recommend looking for something in that nature. There's also an exercise. Do you have the book "The Hands of Light"? no by barbara ambrinham um i would go out and get the book or borrow it it's been published since the late 1980s and there's a wonderful exercise in there it's called the color aura exercise and it can strengthen your aura which if your um, son did this exercise it's a three-part exercise where you make a physical movement you do a breath and it's a visualization at the same time and it will strengthen his aura around his body so that he won't Feel the sensitivity as easily so that he can stay a little bit more in his body, be a little bit more aware of his of himself so that he can participate in his life more fully.
2: OK, so I would and that was, Barbara, what
0: was the last name? Anne Brinham. I'm not sure how to spell it, um, but you could you could even just Google the Hands of Light or ask any bookstore. It's been around for a long time. It's very popular and well known.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's in the exercise section, um, the color aura exercise. It's really profound in terms of helping his aura. It's his mental plane, the third layer of the field that surrounds him, um, which gets disrupted. It's where all of his thoughts are in his mental processing. And he is also picking up on the thoughts of everyone else. And so that's why it can be distracting and somewhat confusing. And so when you strengthen your mental plane, um, he will still have the awarenesses that he has, maybe not as intensified, but he'll be able to stay within himself. And feel grounded and be able to concentrate on whatever he's doing,
2: okay so you, uh, strategies to to help in the classroom and also for homework he he just has a hard time actually writing down. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time he tells me what he wants to write down and he sits down and actually starts writing, it it either completely changes or it shortens to the point where it's not really even answering the question.
0: Well, what's happening to him is that he's getting so wiped out in school. His energy is being disrupted. He's so exhausted by the time he gets home that the last thing he wants to do is do schoolwork. He doesn't have the energy for it and and that's because his fields are sensitive he's sensitive he's picking up too much energy and he's having to process it throughout school and then he hasn't finished processing it even when he gets home so he doesn't have the motivation or the inspiration to do his homework i would I, I know he can't possibly do his homework every weekend you know i mean i know there are things that need to be done you know that evening before he goes back to school but if he could do things on the weekend more he'll have the energy by then you know by saturday afternoon and uh, moving into sunday morning he's going to be restored again energetically Okay. Okay? That's a good thing to try. And, and look at some other school opportunities where there are smaller classrooms. I know the one here um, close to my home that I really like is called the Environmental School. They have smaller classrooms, and the kids spend a lot of time outside. So look for something in your area in Kent and see if there's something within the district that you could offer him.
2: Yeah, money is an issue. I don't know within the district what would be.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm recommending within the district because um, then it's, it's free. It's public yeah. education. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I wish you the best of luck, and you have a lovely son. You've done a great job with him. And remember that. Stay positive. See him as the healthy, wonderful being that he is, because he is a great kid. You've done a great job. Okay. Thank you. You're so welcome. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead and go um, into the phones again, Eric, and I notice we have Lauren on the phone.
1: That's right. Calling from Woodinville.
0: Hi, Lauren. Hi. How's it going? Uh, Good. How are you? Good.
3: Good. What can I do for you? I'm just calling to just say howdy. This is, uh, you know, a a really fun opportunity to hear you at noon live. thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I miss
0: you. I haven't seen you in a little while. I know. (laughs) And I'm just, you know,
2: tickled about uh, the show and just wanted to call and rave about you.
1: And I don't know if I should
2: do an an on-air reading or just...
0: Well, do you want one? I'll be happy to do that. I could. <laughs> I could. Oh, if you want to, I'm happy. L- Lauren is a friend of mine, and we've um, hung out in all kinds of interesting energy circles together, and so I'm happy to do a reading Only for you. if
3: you don't have a, a whole backlog of other <laughs> callers.
0: We, have, we do have several people um, waiting to go on the phone, but you know... You know what? I'll skip it then. Well, well, actually, you know what I'm going to do, Lauren, is, is I'm going to override you, because one of the things that I think is interesting about you is learning to receive Uh Uh, letting people appreciate you, right? And and letting people give back to you.
2: Uh, Interesting.
0: (laughs) So um, in my limited reading here, um, I, I know your life is changing radically, very quickly. A lot of things are up in the air for you. I think that most of them are extremely positive. And I think sometimes you may get a little bit worried or doubtful, but you are absolutely on the right track. I, I see this flow of river right in front of you that many things are coming up this year that will surprise you and excite you. They already have in 2007, but they're going to continue. And whenever you feel a little bit of a lull, just know that you are absolutely on the right track.
2: All right. Thank yeah, so you. you don't
0: have to worry. It's it's going to be a good year. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. And thanks for calling in. I really right. appreciate that. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Thanks. Right. thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> So we're talking, about, um, we're talking about manifesting and creating what you want in your life. And what I think is most important, besides what I was just talking with Eric about, um, what's most important is, um, of course, being positive, having positive affirmations. But where are you putting your footing? Where are you taking that next step? That's just as vital since you're in a physical body. How you react in the world physically is paramount. So why don't we go ahead and take another phone call?
1: All right. Let's talk to Karen and Edmonds.
0: Hi, Karen. How are you?
2: Oh, hi, Marie. I'm fine. Thank you so much for taking my call.
0: Of course. What can I do for you?
2: Well, I wanted a reading. I was telling the screener that um, I've got what I think and all of my son's life. We've had a, I've had a super connected, I, can, I know what his mood is at any mm-hmm. given time or this or that. Or,
3: mm-hmm. And he's
2: having a lot of troubles these days, so I'm just wondering if I'm, um, I don't know. I want to know how intuitive I am, and I want to know how he's going to do.
0: Okay. Well, you are very intuitive. I think the thing that may be more challenging for you at times is actually being grounded in your intuition and in your own life, uh-huh. which as an intuitive, um, sometimes that can be challenging where you feel like you're, th- you know, kind of thrown off course a little bit. Right. Uh-huh. And so being grounded and being centered in your body is, is a, in my opinion, is a challenge for you. Do you do any root chakra exercises to help you stay um, in your physical body?
2: If I'm, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Yeah. Do
0: you do any root chakra exercises to help you stay grounded, to help you stay in um, your body? I'm not
2: sure if it's root chakra, but mm-hmm. it's just the diaphragm breathing, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. And breathe, breath is great. Breath work is lovely. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to recommend that you actually stomp around the house a few times a day. Oh, right. And then stomp, you know, push your um, fist towards the earth and uh-huh. say, it, have I you p- heard this one before? Okay, great. So one minute a day, if you stomp around, punch your fist towards the earth and say, I'm here. I'm staying, I deserve to be here, and I live here in joy. Then okay. you'll, you'll be in your body and be able to progress um, in your life a little bit more grounded. I okay. think your son is doing great.
2: Oh, good. Yeah,
0: I think you have a tendency to, because you worry about him, as all parents do. We worry about our kids. Uh-huh. And I don't know how old he is.
2: 23. Okay, so he's he's, he's <laughs> an
0: adult, <laughs> right? What's that? I said he's an adult. Yes. Yeah, so he's not a kid anymore. Yeah. um so, you know, he, he is your child forever and ever, but he's an adult and you have this tendency to worry about him and it does irritate him. Did you know that?
2: Oh, I yeah.
0: Yeah. And so if you could do less worrying because as an intuitive, but as human beings, we're very powerful with our minds. And so when you think about something consistently, when you're thinking about, oh, my gosh, I'm worried about him, uh-huh. um, then you're sending worrying energy to him. But if you can, which I know you don't want to do.
2: Right. But I know I have done that. Uh-huh. And he calls me on and he says, quit talking about it. You're already, you're <laughs> killing my chance. Okay. Yeah. So, so
0: your job is to stay really positive. Something about what okay. we were just talking about, holding a positive intention for your wonderful, wonderful little boy or big man, I should say. Isn't it funny how I go to little boy right away? Because uh-huh. I'm in your energy and you have a tendency to forget that he's 23. Right. You know, to you, he's like four or five still. Cute as <laughs> heck, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's a handsome young man. But I mean, when I see him as, as like three or four years old, oh my gosh. How adorable oh, is yeah. he? So oh. cute. And and so, even changing your mind and your patterns, your mental patterning about um, who this person is, because he is a grown man and he okay. is strong. Great. He loves you. So, see him positively.
2: Okay, great. Thank okay. you. Thank you
0: so much. All right. And I bye. think we're going to, bye bye, I think we're going to go ahead and go to break, but we'll be back in a little while with the Marie Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet.
1: And we've got one line open, so I'm going to go ahead and give the numbers one more time here. 425-373-5527 or toll free in Western Washington, 888 298 That's 888-298-5569. We'll be right back.
4: Looking for a great holiday gift idea? How about a CD from Marie Manucherry? Marie currently has four CDs available. The seven primary chakras. Balance your human energy system. On this CD, Marie shares her clairvoyant side of the chakra system. What the chakras look like, their emotional component, and the anatomical areas of the human body they govern. Embrace your intuition. This CD is a teaching tool intended to help you learn how to access valuable intuitive information for you and your life so that you can live the fullest, happiest possible life. Over the years, Marie has developed techniques so that she too can access this type of information when working with her clients. She has taught these techniques in classes and now they're available for you to learn with ease and in the convenience of your own home. An evening with Marie Manucharian and friends. Once per month, Marie's two-hour class creates a space where like-minded people can gather to learn and share with one another in the expansion of consciousness. Her classes are recorded live and consist of individual readings as well as audience questions and contain a wealth of information. Two CDs are currently available for your enjoyment. Get to know your human energy system. Marie explains the power of energy medicine to maintain health and wellness emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually connecting to the positive field of intuition. There is an unlimited supply of whatever you want in life, just waiting for you to tap into it. Through her ability to see, hear, and move energy, Marie will share the deeper awareness necessary to connect to all there is, so that you may live in abundant joy, love, health, and wealth. To order any of these CDs, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671.
0: Listen to me, Marie Manucheri on the Marie Manucheri Show, where energy and medicine meet. I've been blessed to work with many clients nationwide, helping them to heal, healing from disease, either emotional, mental, physical, or spiritual. With the knowledge and the skills that I've learned over the years, I'm able to help people easily find root cause to their situation. The Marie Manucheri Show, we stream streamed live over the internet, so if you have a friend or family member living outside of the Seattle area experiencing difficulty with their life, encourage them to listen to the show, or better yet, call in for advice. You can listen to the show on 1158. I am KKNW every Thursday night at 7 p.m. See you then. Clear, clean, and crisp. Check us out in digital quality sound on FM 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. To the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet, and we have many people on the line right now waiting for a phone calls. So we're going to go straight to the phones. And we have Tara from Seattle.
3: Oh,
0: hi. Hi, is it Tara? Is that how you say your it's name? It's Tara. Tara, hi, Tara. How are you? I'm okay. Good. What can I do for you?
3: Uh, well, I'm I'm new to. It seems like the past few months, um, or maybe about a year, uh, through my church, and uh, I have a new neighbor that manifesting is um, sort of new to me, mm-hmm. and. Um, What I'm struggling with, and my question is, is if you could do a reading for me, is um, how I can be successful at uh, becoming healthier. Right. Uh, Losing weight is is actually kind of a big goal for me because I am overweight. But I have a lot. I notice that there's a lot of negative thoughts for me uh, when I feel like I'm putting my foot forward. But um, there's still a lot of negative thoughts, I feel like, that are drawing me down.
0: Well, you're very wise. You know, those negative thoughts are... Are pretty, I call it the human condition. And I feel that when we reach a certain vibrational level in our consciousness and our awareness, then we can vibrate above mass consciousness because the majority of, of human beings are unhappy. Even those who live in North America and have four TVs and a couple cars in their garage, they're still unhappy. And not for any real logical reason. It's just, it's part of the human condition. It, it comes back from a time period where we began to have ego in our, um, in ourselves because we lost our belief in how wonderful and amazing we are. Um, Interesting enough, when I'm scanning your body, it's the back of your solar plexus. It's actually leaking energy. So the solar plexus, the third chakra is in the... um, In between your rib cage and chakras two, three, four, five, and six have a front and a back portion. So the back portion, which is below your bra line, you know, like maybe half an inch below, that's where the vortex sits, you're leaking energy. And when I look at the energy that's leaking your body, so this is your universal life force energy, I don't recommend leaking. We can certainly release stagnant energy, but this is your universal life force energy. When a person's leaking energy, in your case, I'm being told as the energy is moving out that you um, worry about a lot of people. Is that true?
3: Um, I, I, yeah, I guess to a certain extent, yeah.
0: That is true? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and so when you're worrying about other people, then it's very difficult for you to maintain your energy for yourself. The back of the solar plexus is how you see yourself in the world. And so you're not really looking at yourself when I'm at the back of your solar plexus. You're looking at other people. And even how they look at you. Um, and, and I'm not sure if it is related to the weight or not. Um, I, I'm not sure about that. But there's this worry even about how they are perceiving you, how they're thinking about you. So a lot of yeah, energy. Yeah, that's,
3: that's probably more
0: more that, accurate. Yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so a lot of energy is going out towards other people instead of for your own body. The solar plexus also governs your immune systems, and including the liver, pancreas, gallbladder, spleen, stomach, small intestinal tract, and then it has a secondary responsibility to all of your endocrine organs, like the thyroid gland and the hypothalamus. And so you're leaking energy through that area, which weakens your physical body and your immune system, and it can make you very tired and
3: fatigued. Right, yeah. I I have a lot of problems
0: with the key. Okay. And so to help with the mental thinking, because it's the mental plane that vibrates to the solar plexus, so... All of the thoughts that, you're, you, that you have in your mind are connected to your health and well-being and your immune system. And so when, you are, um, when you're noticing that you're having self-critical thoughts, if you could stop your mind and think of something unrelated that allows you to feel happy, and then feel happy for 17 seconds so you can get your vibration up, um, which will help your energy to get up, which will help transform your mental plane and make it easier for you to move forward in your life and follow the things that you want to do to change your weight. Um, And even as you and I are talking right now, like as I'm speaking to you, you stop the leak in in your mid spine. So I don't see energy leaking out of your back. You're actually feeling for a moment anyway, a little bit happier. It's like, I don't know if something clicked or I can feel some of your joy. My energy is even rising here in the studio because you're getting a little bit happier. Because that's happening, it also tells me that you're very strong and powerful. Um, because you're, you have strong energy. So, people who have strong energy, where they put their energy, it's going to expand perhaps maybe more so than the average person. So, when you think negatively, it's like five people thinking negatively. Right. And so that's going to be important for you to find ways, creative ways that you can easily use that make you feel happy like the 17-second exercise. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank, All right. You, so Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right. Yeah. So, why don't we go ahead and continue with our phone calls? All right. Um,
1: let's talk to Margaret in Seattle.
0: Great. Hi, Margaret. What can I do for you? Well,
3: hello. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. And um, I have um, an older, well, I have two sons, but my older son, um, I feel, has always been fairly negative. Mm-hmm. And um, I was wondering if, if there's something I could do, if it's just my husband and myself that's doing this or helping promote this. And and in the meantime, there's not a good interaction between my youngest son and my oldest
1: son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, whenever I'm in kind of a triangle like that, where I'm involved in family members and I want things to be a certain way, um, what I tend to do is I just ask creation in the universe, because you and your husband are really getting into all this stuff. Is that true? That
3: is very Yeah.
0: True. So exciting. I'm so it happy is, for you.
3: It is very neat. It is lovely. We are so happy about it. Isn't it, it, it great? It is just more than amazing.
0: It is more than amazing. And so, of course, you're wanting to share this with your children and other people that you love and care for. Yes. And even strangers. I even see you talking to strangers about it. Yeah. And. So, So um, what I do when I'm in a situation like that where I'm I'm wanting my children to be different or people that I care about, um, I kind of check in because there is um, an essence of control in a way, you know, or Uh an essence of I have my intention at stake here when this is really about the other person. So what I ask is whatever is in their highest good. Okay. so when you're thinking about your boys and you or your young men and you want them to get along better, and you also want your oldest son to be happier because that's what you really want. Yes. you know you want everyone to be happy. Yep. so, as you you and your husband are holding that intention and you're saying an affirmation in that regard, finish the affirmation with and whatever is in their highest good, or whatever is in all of our highest good. And that way you you're kind of snipping away at any. Mm, lines that may be connecting about what your expectation is or any desperation or sorrow you may feel about things not being the way you want them to be right now. Okay. Because everyone's learning at all times, regardless of how our life is unfolding, even if it's unfolding in a way that's more stressful. Um, we're still learning. We're still having life experiences. I do think your oldest son is going to make a turnaround in about 18 months.
5: Oh,
6: neat!
0: Yeah. And your youngest son is actually waiting for his his older brother to be kinder to him so he's Ah. he's waiting he's like i see him kind of energetically with open arms Ah. he's not holding his breath right um and he's okay if things don't turn around but in about 18 months um i think that your oldest son is going to make a turn in fact you and your husband will notice that it won't be so externally um visible but it'll be a feeling like when he comes into the house both of you are going to look at each other and look at him and go huh and then it will um, within about six months after that. So really, we're in a 24-month time period. But at 18 months, you're going to notice a big change. Wonderful. So keep up with the wonderful work you're doing. But remember, don't be concerned about it or worried about it. Let go. Okay. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you, very you so much. much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on with our phone calls?
1: All right, let's talk to Alita, I think it is, in Bainbridge. Hi, Alita. Hello, Maria. How are you? I'm
6: calling you again. Oh, great. Because you had a, well, so many things, but in our last conversation several weeks ago, and I'm so, I can feel myself diving into this new, um, you said that you saw me as a teacher, and Mm -hmm. I burst out what I was seeing, and you were about to say something, so I thought I'd (laughs) <laughs> Try and listen, even though I'm bursting with something else right now.
0: Okay, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and look at it. I won't remember previous conversations. Oh, of course not. Okay, so I'll go ahead and look at the whole thing. And what I'm seeing is kind of what I was talking about on the air earlier is that you have a great positive intention right now going on. You're feeling high about all the things that are happening, but you're not actually, in my opinion, making those necessary steps. Is that true?
6: Um. I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm doing tiny steps.
0: Okay. And, and tiny steps are okay, but they... No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have to give yourself a little bit of a break because one of the things about taking steps or making shifts and changes in your life, which um, I'm reading Eric's energy for the moment as well, is appreciating what you've already done. And that's something that maybe Eric has learned to do over the last year is to appreciate some of the things he's already done instead of being hard on ourselves because we want to be someplace that we're not at quite yet. Is that true, Eric? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) He's a green. I don't know if it's by force or not, but he's a green. And so, um, so if you could appreciate these tiny steps that you've already taken and, uh, so that the bigger steps can be more profound in your life. But here's what your guides are wanting me to say. Because, see, the tiny steps that you're taking are all well and good, really, and need to be appreciated. But you need to think outside of the box. You need to ask yourself, what do I really, 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 really want? And then take a big step in that direction. And don't step back. You know, don't say, oh, my God, uh, I can't do this, or I'm not good enough, or this is never going to work out. Follow what makes you, you know, follow what makes you feel loved or makes you feel happy. Follow that. Pay attention to what you love because that's really important. That's where that step needs to be taken. And then stay on that step. Even if you're nervous or scared or worried, go ahead and do it. Does that make sense, what I'm talking about?
6: I feel like I've been doing that. I've, I've sort of fallen into a situation where for a brief period of time, I did a medium thing for somebody I haven't seen for mm-hmm. 30 years, which was... Mm-hmm really educational and very, very cool and I actually wanted to say something to the first mommy who called in because I have kids with similar stuff and, um, and honestly, having kids like that, I'm not getting off of me, it's just that I would love to give this to her. I have a 15-year-old and it really does work out. They end up being such, such strong people when they kind of figure out how to open and close themselves.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for passing that on.
6: And just, you know, from a mama who's just been through it and I'm about to go through it again. (laughs) Um, With the younger kid. Um, so
0: so when you say that you've made this big step, because you said that you didn't, but you say that you you believe you have, what do you really, really, really want?
6: What I really, 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 really want is to bring forward the experience I had about twenty eight or so years ago that is a piece of the experiences that have led me to know that we are absolutely one, that it's not ideological, that it is the reality of us, and if humanity can start to integrate that as a basic concept Mm -hmm. of how we live, as opposed to an ideal or a, it works some of the time, and start to reframe what we describe the personality as, and reframe what we describe the word I as. Right. Um then a whole lot of the next phase of movement can start happening. And I really, 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 really want to bring that forward.
0: And so you really want to teach and speak and lecture and share, correct? Uh,
6: you know what? <laughs> okay, if that's what I uh, – this is where I stumble. Right. I Be- could... and, and, this is,
0: and this is why you stumble. You stumble because you're afraid. And even though you think you may not be, I, I, you know, I want you to really investigate this because what you said, and, and then when I talk about teaching and speaking about it, that's when you start to pull away. And that's the big step that I'm talking about. See, this is where everyone gets stuck when it comes to manifesting. People don't believe in themselves. They come up with all kinds of interesting excuses. I was talking to someone on my who was laying on my table yesterday, who I believe is an artist, and she finally took some art classes um, this fall, and she told me she was good at it and she loved it. I'm like, great. Her husband even made her an art studio, but she doesn't go in it yet. And so I said to her, I said, what are you afraid of? She said, I'm afraid of being recognized or seen. I'm afraid that people will like my work and that um, I'll be well known for it. So a lot of our fears are deep inside of us, and we don't know what they are. But what it creates is procrastination. We get off the path. We start to walk in different directions. But um, I would really pay attention to what you said to me because what you said to me and the way you said it was strength and confidence was all about teaching and lecturing, and that's what I saw for you. Before, so I think you need to look at your fears, really be um, honest with yourself about what they are, and then realize that fear is an illusion, and then step on that path. Okay,
6: uh, uh, almost because <laughs> I don't want to have to call you back in two weeks. I really don't. Unless <laughs> no, I, I send you I a don't. postcard saying come to a seminar or something.
0: You know, you know, one of the things I've learned in, in my work is that everyone wo- moves at their own pace, and I'm. I have learned to be patient and to let people have their cocoon time of unfolding. And to me, it's really fun to watch people shift and change. And if they come out of their cocoon and fly like a butterfly, I'm thrilled. And if they stay inside their cocoon and continue to metamorph, I'm as equally as thrilled. So it doesn't matter to me if you call back in two weeks or not. Okay. Well. um... (laughs) But I'm going to ask that you sit down and pay attention to what your fears might be, because most of them are probably not rational, probably not what you thought that you are really afraid of, and um, and so that would be good. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, and thanks for the note for the previous caller. Thank Have a you. great day.
3: Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: I didn't mean to sound unenthusiastic, by the oh, way, yeah. when I was agreeing with you. It is it is hard to appreciate the the yes. steps that you've already taken because they're in the past. You've already done that. Oh, that was easy. The hard part is still to come. Right. You know, and you forget that. Oh, those were hard parts too. As you. Like, came to them, you know, a right. long time. So
0: No, you didn't. I you know, I, I just know that I kind of forced you into that way. <laughs> but thank you for for um, answering the question and, and all of that good stuff. Absolutely. So why don't we go to our next caller? So we have who do we have Eric? We've
1: got Mark on the line right wonderful. now calling from Graham.
0: Okay. Hi Mark.
1: Hey, how are you doing? This is Mark again. Good Hi to Mark. Nice to see you.
0: <laughs> I think I saw you in the home, right, during this week, correct?
1: Yeah, I brought
5: my daughter Jennifer up there.
0: Right, wonderful. What can I do for you?
5: Well, I figured this time maybe you could give a reading for me and see sure. what's going
0: on. Sure, sure. Um, actually, no, that's great because in the previous times, you've always called them for your children. And it was wonderful to meet Jennifer. Thank you for bringing her into the office. That was lovely.
5: And, she uh, raved about that quite a bit.
0: Oh, good. I'm so glad that the session was helpful for her and, you know, continue to send wonderful white light and he- healing energy to her. So as I'm scanning your body, and I apologize because I'm actually in your seat. So I'm in your gluteus uh. maximus muscles. <laughs> okay. um, but remember, I'm a nurse, so it's okay if I'm hanging out there. <laughs> um, so when I'm in someone's gluteus maximus muscles, what it means to me is that um, you have a hard time letting go of the past. Is that true?
6: Well, you know, I always think I do, but then I don't realize that there are situations come up. and Well, maybe I'm not letting go as much as I thought I was.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do Have you had any sciatic pain or really low lumbar pain? Or, I mean, and I yeah, don't mean I, ever, I, but something. I have to,
7: uh, I'm sorry, what?
0: And I didn't mean ever, but, you know, something that may be an on-again, off-again, kind of a chronic situation in that area of your body.
7: Yeah, 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 I've got to constantly kind of try to reposition myself.
0: Okay, because when I'm in your glutes, it's bright red for me. And when I see the color red when I'm in the physical body, it means acute, usually discomfort or pain or an illness going on. So that's what I'm seeing in your glutes. So I'm going to give you a homework assignment. And what I'm wanting to tell you from your guides is that, number one, you're a really good guy. You're really kind, you're very considerate, and you really care about people, you take inventory of your actions, you have great integrity. And so these things that you're not letting go of from the past, they really have very little to do with yourself, although you tend to be hard on you. And, and so I really want you to take in what I just said. That's a direct message from your spirit guides, wanting you to know that, number one, they're proud of you. And dang, you're a great guy. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. And so here's the exercise. Um, you want to sit down and think about wonderful things about who you are as a human being. And so maybe you'll make a list or have, elicit someone who really loves you, a partner or a friend or whatnot, and, and spend 10 minutes thinking about what a great guy Mark, Mark is. And then I want you to recall one of those moments that you haven't been able to let go of. And they look kind of old to me. I'm like at least 15 years from today. I'm at least 15 years. I could be into 20 years, but not before 15 years. I'm not saying there aren't some things, but the, the things that I think are related to the red energy that's more of the chronic problem um, come from that time period about 15 years ago. So think of a time period of that Um, era where you haven't been able to let go and ask yourself while you're feeling good and empowered and great about mark as a human being ask yourself how did this situation help me to grow and then um, you'll be given a new perception a new idea about that time period about what you really learned from it and then that will help you to let go and whenever you remember the old experience you'll always be shown the new perception and then we can get rid of that chronic um, discomfort in that area of your body
6: Oh, that's good
0: to know. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have to <laughs> keep me posted to let me know if that works for you or not.
5: Well, i got to try to figure out what that, <laughs> that problem was. Yeah, and it's, it.
0: it's more All than one. I think it's relationship-related, so it could be a little bit longer. I, I'm at I'm at a 15-year time period. Maybe it's a 20-year, but I'm, at, I'm not sooner than 15 years, and I, I feel like it's a relationship. So Okay? okay?
6: I'll try to delve into that and see what I can come up with.
0: Thank you so much, and you have a wonderful day. I will. You too. Thanks. Okay,
1: Bye-bye. great. Well, it's a good thing you don't do readings for baboons because <laughs> it seems like that would throw you off, you know, the red right. glutes. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's just normal, you know.
0: You are so cute. That's adorable. So I noticed we have a caller on the line from Illinois.
1: Oh, we do. Okay. Why don't we go ahead and uh, hold off on our break then and go to Patty calling Thank long you, distance. I
0: appreciate that. Hi, Patty. What can we do for you? Well,
5: I was wondering if your surroundings can react your mood?
0: Absolutely, but go ahead, finish the question. Well,
5: I have, it seems like when things happen, they happen in a series for me, Mm -hmm. and um, this past weekend, I had a sewer back up into my home, Mm. and it was um, after an argument I had the evening before with my boyfriend, (laughs) and I thought maybe it was reacting probably to him, not to me, I'm sure, Uh and then um, when I got in my car um, after I dealt with that, the car wouldn't start, <laughs> so I asked it very nicely to please start because I can only handle one catastrophe at a time, and <laughs> it right. <I> started, Yay. <laughs> Yay. so I thanked it and went on my way, but um, it just seems to me that things happen in series, and I was wondering if it, if that energy... Mm -hmm. is transformed to like houses or cars. or
0: Absolutely. Uh, One of the reasons why I work out of my home is because it's really easy for me to maintain the energy space with myself and my children. And now I have two in college, so I only have the house full, you know, for summer and holidays. Um, I have tried working in other um, practitioners' offices and it's just harder for me to make sure that all the practitioners' energy is comfortable because that's what I'll do. I'll immediately start to recrack Correct um, energy that's out of flux, and so when I'm at home, it's just so much easier for me. So absolutely, home environments are the, the neighborhoods we live in. Everything um, has energy. Everything has energy. The freeway that people are driving on, um, the building that I'm where the studio is that has a gorgeous tutorial view of Bellevue, and I'm looking out over at the freeway, and um, so I'm looking at the road and I'm going, "Yeah, the road has energy. Everything has energy in it." So, but backup sewage is pretty significant. It, unless the damage was really minor. Was it really minor? It was
5: minor. It was just more of an inconvenience. An inconvenience. Okay.
0: Because, you know, um, I'm going to swear on the air. I hope you can say crap. Can you (laughs) say crap on? Yeah. Eric tells me I can say crap. Okay. So, you know, when we have a lot of crap building up, you know, things that we haven't dealt with, or we haven't listened to, or we haven't paid attention to, then a pipe can burst, or we can have a backup of sewage. And so I'm glad it was minor for you. However, what what I'm being told when I'm looking at your energy system is that the reason why you have a tendency to have many little things happening. is because you don't always listen. You are really wise. You've got great intuition. You know things that are going on. You even get precognitive insight about things that are going to happen in your life or perhaps happen into the life of, of others. Um, but you don't trust it, is what I'm being told. And so <laughs> the universe just gently puts one more thing in front of you and one more thing in front of you and one more thing in front of you until you finally go, oh, okay. And when I, I don't know what the entire argument was about, and I I don't know that much about your relationship, but I do think there is a main area in the relationship that the two of you don't see eye to eye with. And I think that that's hard on you. Is that true?
5: Yeah, that is absolutely Mm -hmm. true.
0: And so when when you're looking at partnership, one of my dear friends said to me that it's important when you both lay in bed at night, that when you look up at the ceiling, that you both say that the ceiling's the same color, <laughs> you know, that you both think it looks beige or white or gray. Instead, one person going, no, that's white. No, that's beige. No, that's white. It's beige. Because then it's hard, you know, th- there's maybe some lack of similarity in your thought processes, which can make it difficult to come to good consensuses or good compromises. And I feel like you're You're butting up against this, and you've known this for a little while. Correct? Yeah, that's true. So, this would be something to discuss with him to talk about and to see if you are overcompromising in certain areas of this relationship and to ask yourself, what do you really, 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 really want? Which is kind of my new favorite phrase. So that's what I would do. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank you. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So before we go um, back to the phone lines, I'm just going to talk about some events. We may not even go to a break um, today, Eric, and he's giving me the OK sign because we've got lots of callers on the line still.
1: It's your show. Yeah. We'll we'll do what you want.
0: (laughs) Yay! I love that. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. So um, I'll also be teaching... um, a a Reiki Master Workshop in March, March 7th, 8th, and 9th in the Seattle area. It's an evening between 7 and 9 um, on Friday night and then all day Saturday and Sunday. Um, And uh, you will become a Reiki Master if you take this workshop, which means that you could uh, ultimately teach Reiki um, someday down the line if you want to. But you'll have the tools necessary, the attunements that are necessary to perform energy work in the Reiki modality, which is still my absolute favorite modality. I do readings in that class as well, and I use my intuitive insights to help guide people in the body and let them know where they are, why they're doing energy work. Um, so that's coming up in Seattle. And then I'm also teaching an automatic writing class in February on the 23rd. And automatic writing is an oracle of mine. It's uh, it's not mine. It's the world's oracle, but it's my favorite oracle, where I ask questions and I get answers through writing. And so I help people connect to their source energy, which everyone really is connected, but sometimes we don't feel like we are. We don't understand what the feeling is all about. So this class teaches several different ways to do that. And um, we do great exercises and group exercises. So those are the things coming up. So why don't we go ahead and go to Betsy and Issaquah, Eric? Hi. Oh.
1: Betsy's on the line now.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Eric. Hi, Betsy. Oh, hi. What can I do for you? Thanks for taking my
6: call. You're Uh, so welcome.
0: Well, let's see. I'm (laughs) I'm not
7: quite sure. My head is spinning about what to ask you. Um, Okay. So what I'll do is I'll just put out, I feel strong feelings about, um, I've made a lot of transformations. Mm -hmm. Some of them were my choice, some were not, over the course of probably the last year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I feel something really is on its way. And I'm trying to make the space for that. I'm wondering just maybe what you see from me. Right.
0: Well, as soon as I start talking to you, I actually get pulled down into my body. And, and I didn't know why. Usually that's not a comfortable feeling for me and it makes me maybe worried about the person that I'm talking to. But then you mentioned that you've been through a lot of transformation in the last year, year and a half. So perhaps that's what I'm feeling is, was it, a, I mean, was it hard on you this last year and a half? Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. More uh-huh. so than normal. For you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's, so you're probably still in this phase, like you haven't completely finished it. Um, And that's why I'm feeling this pull in my body, almost like I'm going through the floor.
7: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Sort of the weight of the world is sort of, there you go.
0: (laughs) That would, that makes total sense to me because I'm being weighted down. So that makes total sense to me, but you're actually feeling something new on the horizon. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay.
7: I'm. I'm doing. A, I've done a lot of work and, mm-hmm. in that direction, and and wondering about career and
0: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
7: partnerships and things like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I know I'm not responding to your question re- as rapidly as I would like to because there's just so much going on. It's like when I when I'm in your body, not only is there so much going on in your life, but even in your aura. You know, it's. I feel like there's a lot of debris in your aura, so I'm trying to clean out your aura your auric system um, energetically so that I can get a stronger read. Um, and now I'm starting to get some, um, some more information that I can reply to you. Um, h- here's one of the things is that, um, do, do you feel that you're really hard on you? And I mean really hard on you.
7: That's a difficult question. I guess that I, I feel that I, I um uh, being independent, wanting to um, really make hone and shape myself and, and be the best that I can be.
5: hmm Mm-hmm. Not
7: have any help, hand. I haven't had any hand holding or help, so I In a guess long time. I'm used to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll, yeah, probably right. most of my life.
0: Right. Okay. 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 That's good. Okay. That helps me because just like what Eric said before, you know that it's important that we appreciate the achievements that we've already made, and I think you're going to need to do a whole lot of deep deep self-love and celebration. This is actually, I'm getting even a clear picture. Um, I've been single for a while, and probably the first four to five years of my singlehood um, were really hard on me emotionally. I'm, I felt very alone, and it was difficult. Um, and it took me quite a while to learn to be comfortable and happy as a single person, which thankfully I am today, which I'm thrilled about. And so w- when I look at you, that's how I feel. I remember those time periods while I was just really sad and hard on myself, like, okay, you're a manifester. Why aren't you manifesting? this relationship. And so even though yours isn't, or maybe it's not all about relationship, that's how I feel. And what helped me heal myself from that is really loving myself. Every time I turned around the corner, I had to give myself a hug or blow a kiss to myself in the mirror. I know that may sound weird to the listening audience, but it's what I really needed to do because I was used to having people in my life nurturing me, whether it was a partner or um, friends in my life or my children when they were young. And as our children get older, they are into their own lives, right? They have a lot going on. And so I agree, you are on the verge of yet another transformation, one more positive. But this piece needs to be healed. And it's, and it's deep. It's a very deep place. It's like a big well. And every time I look into the well and I can hear it echoing as I'm calling into it, it goes very deep. Um, there's a book um, called In the Meantime. Written by Yolanda Van Sant, I believe is the pronunciation of it. Yeah, her name. I've read that book. Okay. And mm-hmm. did you like that book?
7: I did. And you know, as I listened to you, I yeah. this is very interesting for me because I nurture myself and I'm very comfortable in my singlehood and, and I've been that way for so long that I feel now I'm I'm finally feeling open to
0: Right. The, and uh, this, but I have
7: two sons that live with me that I support. Sure. So, and the,
0: well, this may not be about singlehood. That, I just use that as an example because that's how I felt. Like uh-huh. that feeling, that deep feeling of loneliness or sadness or whatever that I had, that's how I related it into my life. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that this is about singlehood. I actually don't know. I think it's about deep, deep self-love. Uh-huh. And, and as you said that you've, you nurture yourself, I'm sure you do. But there's a big difference between saying that we love ourselves and really feeling it. You know, like, you know how much you love your kids? that's how much you need to love yourself. And if you feel that there's a big void between that, then that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, when I look at my kids, you know, I would do anything for them as most people would for their own children, but I didn't used to feel that way about myself. And so that's what I'm talking about. I like that. Good, good. So I would, you know, um, since you're knowledgeable and you've read lots of books, maybe find some more that help with feeling Self-love, recognizing that you're just as valuable as your children or anything else that you consider to be precious and beginning to fill up this well that I'm seeing so that you can move into the next direction successfully because you deserve it and you've worked hard for it. And it's there for you. But now you need that inner self-love in order to make it happen. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. And so... Eric. Uh,
1: well, hopefully we can bring our next caller, Dan, on the line without okay. it sounding like I'm calling from the space station like <laughs> last time. That was a little weird. Okay. Let's talk to Dan uh, from Seattle right now.
0: Hi, Dan. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Great. What can I do for you?
3: Good um, question. I have a, uh, I'm a scientist. And ah. I, uh,
0: I love science, by the way. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and so what can I do for you?
3: I have a or more properly. We have a deadline. Mm. Uh, I've made a discovery, and it mm-hmm. uh, has lots of nice implications, both good and bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bad one is a deadline.
0: Okay. And so you uh, want some information about the and deadline? And
3: I've been working on this now for 18 years. And, wow. Uh, 17 and a half to Wow. Yeah, long time.
0: Well, I actually do feel some positive energy about it coming up over the next mm, year to year and a half approximately. Don't have a year and a half. Well, it, he, here's my advice to you. You're going to need to let go. It, anytime I've wanted to create anything in my life, and this is the final stage of manifesting for anyone. So everyone listening out there in radio world, when it comes to manifesting, the last and final stage of manifesting is letting go. You have to stop thinking about it. You have to stop worrying about it. You, ha- you have to let the energy flow out into the universe and let it come back to you in the most healthiest way possible. I find that also that the, the most difficult part for really strong minded people who like to focus and love organization and in detail work it's hard to let go but that's exactly what you're going to need to do to let this happen is you're going to have to let go are you still there yeah okay do, do you yeah. think As you'll be able... fact, kind
3: of the same conclusion.
0: oh perfect excellent absolutely perfect um, in the book Ask and it is given, written by the Hicks. They do have a section on letting go, and so that might be helpful to read. Also, what I recommend is letting the word surrender float around in your brain. You know, so whenever you have a a few free moments during the day, just maybe move into just a momentary meditation (laughs) or quiet still point, and letting the word surrender and float around in your brain. So that could help a lot. Surrender. Yes, surrender. I surrender. (laughs) <laughs> so that because when we want something to happen we're fighting that's a yeah
3: <laughs> I'm an old Marine I answer
0: oh okay well maybe you'll find a different word
3: I yeah. no I understand what you're saying right no, I have to no I just I got some final little detour work to be done and, uh, I'm going to just do what you're
0: just like you say. thank you thank you I appreciate that and I'm sending love and light to the situation and Actually, what I'm even more interested in is the art of surrendering because I think it will be good for you in so many areas of your life. And so I'm excited about that for you and hope that it all works out well. Uh, Let's hope so. Yes. Well, have a wonderful day, and thank you for calling in. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. So should we go ahead, Eric, and take in our next phone call?
1: All right. Let's talk to Mary now from Lake Stevens.
0: Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm
5: doing well. How about you?
0: I am doing great. Thank you. What can I do for you?
5: Well, I am looking at going back to work, mm-hmm. and I've got an idea of various focus on, but I've been procrastinating terribly, <laughs> um, and I think part of it is, I know a general area, but not sure where exactly the focus, Right. because you know, it's so broad, and I think maybe that's why I'm procrastinating.
0: Right, because you're not sure. Yeah. And and so when people aren't sure, you know, what my mom used to tell me is don't make a decision if you're not sure. And then so that's what you're doing. So instead of saying that you're procrastinating, how about you're waiting to be sure? Because um, okay. that might feel Step better for later. you. And, and what I would do is... Um, This is a homework assignment I've given to people who are trying to find more and more of their destiny or their life path, you know, what impassions them. And so if you could spend 15 minutes a day doing something that you really love, that makes you very, very happy. And I don't care if it's raking leaves, counting rocks on the shoreline. um, I don't think paying bills will be a part of it. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden seeing like an accounting process when I'm looking at you. Um, Do you do accounting work or have you?
5: Not accounting itself, Uh but I've done corporate America a long time ago, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
5: I miss people that I worked with, but I really don't miss being chained to a computer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So finding something that you love and doing it for 15 minutes every day, because your destiny, your life path, what you're naturally talented at will bring you enormous joy. So you want to spend energy or time in the energy of joy so that you can attract that to you more readily. Okay. Okay, so that's what I would recommend doing. And and I am I'm I would love to hear back from you, whether you write through the website or call again, because you're on the verge of a development. So I would love to hear about you and what's happening for you. Okay. Okay? Thank you so much for calling in.
2: Thank and, you. You're
0: welcome. And thank you to everyone else out in Radio World. We're live here at noon, um, but of course it's the end of the show now, and um, we will not be on the air tonight because we will be listening to women's Husky basketball instead, wishing the Huskies excellent success in the game
1: you go girls you
0: go girls you do it Um, I'll be back um, next Thursday at noon live again with Gwen Williams who is a feng shui person um, who does wonderful design work in people's homes and their businesses so um, we look forward to that can't wait yeah have a wonderful wonderful day safe travels on the roads and the best of luck to everyone in 2008